Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. That's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Good afternoon, Kevin. Gentlemen, it's um, it is a good afternoon. It, it's basketball season. It's starting to feel like um, you know Arkansas usually doesn't play this tough a, a schedule this soon, so it's already starting to feel like you know we're getting into January. Um, it's you know Arkansas is going to have back-to-back games against ranked teams. Don't want to get our ahead of ourselves. It starts tonight against the you know tenth-ranked Creighton. So you're going to have two top ten teams. Uh, you know this is really a treat. I think uh, to have a game like this this early in the season. You know I, I didn't realize it till I was reading it today. This is the first top ten matchup involving Arkansas in a regular season game since the 1995 game with Kentucky, where both teams ranked in the top ten. Which is sorry, makes it very you said since the '95. What's that? The 95 Kentucky game. We're talking about regular season, not conference tournament and not NCAA tournament. First time since the night that a regular season top 10 matchup. There have been several before that, too. So pretty significant. How can Arkansas, Arkansas has been without Nick Smith. We're assuming they're without him tonight. Is this team starting to develop into a top 10 team with or without him? I think it's too early to say that. Uh, it, obviously, it's uh, it's ranked a top ten team, so it is. You know, last year the team started, I think, sixteenth or fifteenth, Rick, and it, and it won its first eight games. I thought those were mostly cupcake games. Yeah. I know they won that Hall of Fame Classic away from home, Kansas State, and Cincinnati turned out to be not that great. Still, you're playing, you know, away from home, but uh, that team never really, to me, looked like it was top ten, even though it moved up into the top ten and before Oklahoma, Hofstra, and the first three SEC opponents had their way with the Hogs, and they tumbled out, fought their way back. We know how that turned out, but they, to me, and we used to say it on the segment, when they were winning, before the losses, I was saying they just really haven't looked like the kind of team that's what, what, what their ranking says they are. I think it's still soon to say that. I mean, we're going to learn a lot tonight against Creighton, but the last time Arkansas played a good team, it was in a game that didn't count just a couple of weeks ago against Texas and Austin, and that turned yeah. out to be a disaster. Yeah. Um, so they did not look like a top-10 team playing a team that's now ranked in the top five. Um, you know, you, you're 3-0 and coming into Maui. You played a Louisville team that's now 0-5 after getting drummed by Texas Tech. They're you awful. mentioned that Kentucky game. You know, that 95 season, if we're talking about 94-95, that would have been in Fayetteville. That was, I think, Super Bowl Sunday when Arkansas beat Kentucky. Am I right about that? Scotty Thurman hit a shot with five seconds to go to win the game, yes. That's exactly right. He hit a pull-up shot. I think Reggie Garrett hit a shot from half court before halftime in that game. That was a wild game. That's right. Uh, And what a game it was. But if you remember, to me, that was Arkansas's toughest non-conference schedule, too. When you talk about some of the games that team played, they played UMass to open the season. Lost yep. that game. Arkansas yep. came in defending national champs number one. Turns around and beats Memphis at a neutral side. You played Missouri on the road. You played in the Rainbow Classic that year. If you remember that, Arkansas yep. went and beat Oklahoma. They played Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They played Iowa. Um, All of so whom were undefeated. Most of those teams were ranked. Go ahead. They were all undefeated when Arkansas played them. 
Every one of them. That's right. The and so, and so I'm glad you brought that up because it reminds me of that season. So this event, this tournament, to me, reminds me of kind of that kind of a start to your non-conference. Arkansas typically hasn't had these tough matchups this early. Uh, we, that 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 one season, I think, is probably the toughest schedule Arkansas has ever had non-conference uh, under Nolan or since. Uh, but this one's right up there. This one's going to be a good one. And I think tonight with Creighton, when I look at that starting five, this may be as good a starting five as Arkansas has seen. Texas is very good. I'm not going to say Creighton's as good or better, but it's in the conversation. And so that already means you've got your work cut out for you. Uh, but the question you asked is Arkansas, you know, even with Nick Smith out, are we, gonna, are we starting to see the makings of a top-ten team? I think the one place we can maybe say that may be coming into into play is defensively because Arkansas has been consistently good defensively even with other stuff they're still working through uh and then another big thing is really good teams find ways uh to mask over problems and I think obviously Nick Smith being out's a problem I think three-point shooting's been a problem but Anthony Black steps up last night and leads a a decent three-point shooting game for Arkansas I think turnovers continue to be a problem but Arkansas settled down at least after the first five minutes of the second half, and they continue to win those turnover battles, even on nights when they, they're still having problems with it. And then I think the biggest thing is defensively. This is a team that's held everybody in the 30s. Again, they haven't played a, a really good team. Texas was a complete wipeout, uh, which is phrasing that might make sense in Hawaii, but you hope it's the other team that wipes out and not Arkansas. Uh, but two top ten teams. I think this is obviously a big resume game for Arkansas. It's a quad one win opportunity, and we know that it doesn't matter if you get those kind of game wins in November or it's March or anywhere in between. They look at the total body of work, and this would be a huge win for Arkansas if they're able to go to, to get this one and get to the championship game in Maui. All right, gentlemen, we've got a couple of callers. Let's talk to David. David, good afternoon. you got a question for Kevin. Yes, uh I just want to know uh, from Kevin if uh, is uh, this Jordan Walsh and uh, and uh, uh, Black is this uh, what we're going to see? I mean, if they get more minutes, I mean, is this the way they played it? I mean, when they was because uh, uh, they come in and kind of took over last night, you know, it's like I mean, for freshmen to do that in a in a neutral environment, I mean, I thought that was a pretty good deal. Looking good for us. Uh, thank you. I'll hang up. Thank you, David. Did you understand the question, I, I, Kevin? I heard most of it. I think he's asking about Anthony Black and Jordan Walsh. Did he ask about both? Yes. Yes. Both and are, they, yeah, are I mean, they as good as they looked last night? Well, first of all, I don't think anyone expected Anthony Black to have a 26-point game where he's 3 of 5 from 3. Uh, you know, some of the other stuff he did, by the way, back-to-back games now five-plus assists. He's kind of started out slow in the assist category, but these last two games it's been more resembling of what he can bring to the table there. He's, he's getting steals. His defense is elite. But who saw 26 points coming? He had 18 points in the first three games. We tracked what he did in Europe. We tracked the other exhibition games. Scoring has not really been what he brings to the table, and he's, he he brought it last night. Um, and, and what I like about it is you can't score if you're not looking to score. Teams are playing off of him. They're scheming to, to dare him to shoot. And and, and you, you've got to make teams pay for that, and you can't even get started to make him pay unless you're willing to take shots. I thought he was willing to take some of those threes. 
the previous two games. Each he hit a three, but he missed several. Last night he was hot. I thought when he put the ball on the floor and went from the wing to the baseline, when he was cut off initially, a lot of times he'll circle back out or make a pass. Instead, he had a little hesitation move and went ahead and went to the basket. One time getting fouled, he went and cast those in, made both free throws. Another time he finished. So I think these are the kind of things that are going to make Anthony Black a lot of money at the next level because he's already projected in the as a first rounder. In some mocks, he's a he's a, a lottery draft um, projection. Last night, he looked like he had the kind of performance that leads to a Maui Invitational MVP trophy, which is a big deal because it's always a loaded field and it's a great way to start your campaign as a freshman, uh, as a one and done uh, potential. And then Jordan Walsh, I think, has also been a bit of a surprise. He's been a lot more consistent in the regular season at this point than what we saw in exhibition play when you combined Europe and then the other two exhibition games. I think in, you know the, se- the second half of Texas, he really played well. Um, and since then, I think he's been a little more consistent. Still gets into some fouls. Play.